this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Well, no, I'm not because he's my current boyfriend, so I will not be ghosting him. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so sweet of you to not ghost your boyfriend. <laughs> it is truly the least I could do. It's the honestly the <laughs> least the anyone absolute. could do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Do, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Two Game Ads podcast. <laughs> I had follow up questions, but then it was like, nope. oh, we're on. Oh, no, we're on. We're live, guys. We're, we're recording. On the, air. the public is listening. Yes, we can't. Well, we'll be off at some point. So I. Have follow up questions. For we'll you. have a powwow. <laughs> we will. I assume. Po- oh, you assume. <laughs> you assume correctly. Okay. No one knows what we're talking about. No. It's very exciting. That's the thing. Can anyone read between the lines? I mean, probably. <laughs> probably, but you know. We're I don't know think. if subtleties are strong suit. No, no. With me, definitely not. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I've be been a told subtle. that many times by my college professors. How <laughs> 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 they're just like, try making the character more human. And I'm just <laughs> like, like, what does that mean? Like, they're, they're that like, is. are you sure you're really yeah. feeling these things? And I'm like, yeah, I think I, I am. I think when someone asks you to be more human, they're asking you to be more boring. Exactly. I really do. Which is why I will never listen to any of their advice. All right. <laughs> Happy 2020 to us all. Happy 2020 to us all. Subtlety is for boring people to right. quote the movie of the decade. Once 2020 starts, it'll be the movie of the defining movie of the new decade coming in because it comes out 2020. And that Devos? Movie. Yes. <laughs> that you're referring to your own movie? Of course. What else would be the movie I don't know. Of I was decade? like, oh, I have heard that. And I think it was something you said. Yes. So absolutely. Then you put it in the movie. Yeah. I feel like half the movie is half quotes you said and then half quotes I've said. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Get us. ready, guys. You're going to love it. Everybody, welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. Um, can you believe that it's our 18th podcast? 18th podcast, and can you also believe it's also our 18th year of living? It is exactly that. I feel like this is this we, is our golden podcast, it like because it's, it's the podcast number that coincides with our birth. Yes, with our with our ages. It's Sorry. also like if. Um, you know, if we were Mariah Carey's number ones, if our podcast were Mariah Carey's number ones, this would be the Touch My Body episode. Yeah, but it's not going to be her number of number ones for long, I motherfucker. Hey, a month from true. now. That means next episode is going to be All I Want for Christmas is You if everything goes right this yes, holiday season. Absolutely. Can you believe? What a week. I a, know. What a, what, a, what, a, what a month and a half it is going to be. The it end is. of the the end of the decade is always exciting. I mean, not I'm that ex- we've lived through many, but <laughs> I'm just excited for uh, all the lists that are going to come out. Oh, like, it's going to be nothing but the best of best of best. Oh, sorry. And that would be exciting for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that. I've, you know what I plan on doing? I plan on ranking um, once the, the day of the Oscars. You know how I like have an obnoxious Facebook post where I, I like do. rank the best picture nominees? I do. I'm going to rank every single best picture nominee from 2010 to 2019. <laughs> Wait. All, 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 of, all of them Why all not just together? the winners? The winner? Because that's boring. That's only like 10. So we're going to do what? 50 to 70 or however many? However many there are. <laughs> nominees you know. there are now? Yeah. That's a lot. I know. Where are you going to post it? Just on Facebook? On Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no one here who's listening is <laughs> a lot of people who are not Facebook friends with me who right. are listening. Well, here, then they would want to see what your list was. You got to make I'll it more share public. It. Yeah, you got to share, share it. it. Yeah, totally. Share it with the people. Totally. Matt Steele, how was your week? My week has been uh, a little dramatic. Mm, uh, a how little, so? uh, you know, just a little. Sad and stressful for you know some reasons, but it's fine. Yes, <laughs> I, but you know what? I can't complain. Uh, work was good this week. That's I made a good. Lot of money. It's been Love very that. busy. Um, I started putting together the new bedroom furniture that I got. I just That's spent great. the past two hours putting together an end table. Mm. Um, what else? Good stuff. Oh, and I've also kind of like been like sick with allergies. Again oh gosh, week, you know because the weather's going up and down. It is changing. I wish it would stay in one place. I'm ready, ready for it to be. Either I don't know. I want it to feel like fall and just stay there. Like yeah. this, like new burst of summer. It's like you know what? I think I'm over summer. I at this feel point. like L.A. fall is like East Coast 
spring, mm. like how it's just constant. Every day is a different temperature, yes. like a completely different temperature and right. a different atmosphere and a different feel, which is very, very upsetting. It is. It's like I'm a person who likes to be able to plan. And it's like, OK, now am I going to be wearing my outfits that are like cardigans and like flannels or like should I be still getting wearing short sleeve shirts? You yeah. know, it's crazy. Or it's like really hot during the daytime, but it's freezing at I night. I know. It's I have my head. You know, I have my heater going, my space heater every night. You do. Do you? I don't know. Really? I'm not. My bedroom's not uh, very cold or hot. Really? My room is my, the temperature in my new room is is pretty good. I feel like I get cold in here. Really? It's because yeah. your room is quite big. It so is, I feel like it's very it drafty. Is. It's very drafty. There's a lot going on, and I haven't gotten my uh, rug, which I have gotten from. I've ordered from West Elm, but it has not come yet. You got the rug from I West Elm. How I much did. does a rug from West Elm? It cost? was a pretty penny, but I did get it on a day that it was uh, uh, worldwide, worldwide, uh, like a uh, company wide sale for them, and so it was like forty percent off or something. And so it was two thousand. <laughs> it yes. was much less than that, of course, but much um, more than you would want to spend on exactly the rug. Exactly, much. But I guess rugs are just in general kind of expensive as well. Yeah, I'm and wearing, it makes so. sense. I mean, they really do set the mood of the room. A they do, bit, you know? and then you know they take up a lot, especially like this is going to be a big rug for a big room, and so you know it's got to pull its weight. And I guess I got to pay for it. So yeah. I'm just sick of spending money. You know, I feel like someone should. I need a sugar daddy is what I need. You know. Yeah. So you are going to ghost your boyfriend <laughs> so you can get a sugar daddy. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. You know, I can have a sugar daddy who just like wants to like hang Who out isn't like, your boyfriend right yeah and then i have my boyfriend oh you does that know not what? make sense i bet you could find something <laughs> like that i bet you could find an arrangement like i don't that. know if everyone involved would love the idea but you know we'll work it out well, well i mean if out. you just hang out yeah like, you know we're just like going to dinner every once in a while giving them an update on like my, know, my day getting a massage <laughs> yeah uh, but that's just like a nice massage i don't like, really oh, you seem stressed out buddy let me rub your shoulders i don't love giving people that are my boyfriend massages he'll be giving you the massage then Oh, I don't want that. Either. Maybe you'll offer massages to your boyfriend I as feel well. I maybe your boyfriend's I sugar daddy think, as well. And it would works out well I for I think both Max, we could give each other hugs. Like, goodbye. Okay. Hug. That's, all I'm, that's all I'm willing to do. All right. Do. If anyone's out there who is <laughs> willing to accept this type of relationship. Yes. Who needs a, a sugar baby that they are only allowed to hug? Because if yeah. you want that, I'm available. You know, I feel like I could find a sugar daddy who just wants to like sit around with me and listen to me talk. I mean, you know, I would not that do would, that. <laughs> well, not you, but like also you're not rich. So I like mean. I don't want your sugar daddy status. <laughs> but like, you know, I feel like I could find a guy who just like, you know what? Just like sit and chat with me. You but talk like, about interesting things. You make me feel young and alive. Couldn't and, they just go to the podcast and listen to you talk? Like, yeah. I feel like is that not enough? Uh, I, guess. I know there's so many of your words out there now that like, you know, you've lowered the the need for that. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> if anyone out there wants to have be the sugar daddy, the non-sexual sugar daddy that we want, who wants to hear mm. us talk, you can go to our Patreon. Uh- <laughs> And for just a dollar that is a very good episode, point. Yes, you I, can uh, be our sugar daddy. <laughs> oh my God, this is the weirdest pitch for Patreon. But not wrong. But not wrong. <laughs> but not wrong. Because guess what? Patreon is fucking exciting. And it is. Uh, we just did a Guys and Dolls review. And spoiler alert, Matt Palmer liked Guys and I Dolls. I did like the I, music. Oof, the synopsis oof. was tough. The synopsis. Once you want see like see it, you'll yeah. realize like, oh, this is really cute. And really All right, well done. Yeah. I want. I like really cute. Really well done. Yeah. Um. So my week's also been good. How's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna do that. I'm I gonna haven't have to gotten there. I, you know, I was gonna ask you. Were you? Yeah. I I figured we were jumping in news for idiots. <laughs> I know Matt it. Palmer. How was your my week? week? Was very good. Um, a lot of my week. I mean, not really a lot of my week because it's only been this weekend. But this weekend was BravoCon, which was the first, the inaugural. Um, a convention of Bravo celebrities and so all of these Bravo celebrities came to New York and they had all of these panels talking about different shows like Married to Medicine all the housewives there's so many there the Vanderpump Rules kids were there and they actually screened the first episode of next season of Vanderpump Rules so oh I'm my God. of course furious that I wasn't <laughs> there um, but they also uh, released on top of that they released the trailer for the next season of Vanderpump Rules and I must say it looks exciting. It looks fantastic. Season seven, I like. I feel like people who are in the Pump Rules universe will tell you it was kind of a weak season. It okay. just was not. There was a lot. It was just like they wanted us to forgive Jax Taylor after all of these years of being such a piece of shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm just never going to be on this person's team. I'm just not. So but this next season, there are a lot of new cast members. I think there are like five new like full time cast members, which I'm anyone of color. 
No. Okay. <laughs> no gay you people. No maybe people of season colors. nine. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Right, I mean, some guys. of them could be like vaguely Latino. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, feel like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's sort of like uh, any production company sort of just like, oh, we have a person of color. This person's a uh, vaguely Latino. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks exciting. But the only thing about it is when you watch the trailer, there are so many new people because the cast was already, I believe, 11, 12 main cast members, and now there are like 16, Oh, that's 17. way too much. It's like, how are we going to follow all of these people? Like, it feels like they need to split it off into two shows. The people, like, that started the show, the kind of OG cast members who now are rich and are buying million-dollar houses in the Valley, mm-hmm. and then all the new people who still work at the restaurant with Lisa Vanderpump. Uh-huh. I feel like they need to be two separate shows, but, you know, I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah, you get stressed out when there's, like, more than six housewives. I, <laughs> that's the thing. That is exactly what I was thinking. Like, seven's too many housewives, and six is too many main cast members on the television show. Um, But I'm excited to see it. It seems like a lot happens this year. I feel like it's going to be a lot about um, how Kristen has a falling out with Katie and Stassi, like kind of maybe for good. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know you've only seen the first part of the first season, but yeah, they had been friends on and off for a long, long time. And it seems like that's kind of kaput. And also, uh, Jax and Tom Sandoval have a thing. Jax gets married to Brittany. Stassi and Bo get engaged. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited for the next season. I think it looks like it's going to be good. And, you know, on top of that, on top of um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, which just came back recently, and the fact that Real Housewives of Potomac is currently filming, and um, there have already been lawsuits between the housewives, because this girl, Candace, who's horrible, Mm -hmm. uh, she... Basically, I've been getting in this fight with this girl, Monique, who's amazing. And but Monique's just a little she's wonderful and very, very rich. But like you can tell that she grew up in a place that was more rough around the edges. And so she does not shy away from physically harming people. Okay, well, <laughs> sometimes people got it. I mean, no. that, that's the thing is all of last season, Monique was pregnant and Candace kept being like, drag me, drag me, Monique, drag me. And then this season, well. Monique Tractor. <laughs> and, you know, and it's kind of like, well, you asked for it. And now Candace is like suing her, okay. but like all of the fandoms on Monique's side, people aren't filming with Monique because they're on Candace's side on the show just because they don't like Monique because she's so popular. Um, I don't know. I'm just feeling like there could be a good set of Bravo shows coming on right now because, you know, I don't watch OC. I know I don't watch Dallas. Those yeah. two have been on forever. It feels like. Yeah. And uh, oh, but also in our first news for idiots, just uh, do a great segue right into it. Okay, there's been a new housewife city announced. If you had to guess what the housewife city, I'm gonna give you three guesses. I feel like I heard this, but then I forgot. Great, (laughs) that works. What's the new housewife city? There's already a Dallas, Uh, Nashville. No, (sighs) gonna have to cut all of this air. (laughs) Uh, uh, Seattle. No, there were. Ah. There's, there's no rich people in Seattle. I'm sure there are rich people. I mean, yeah, in Seattle. but they're not like fun, uh, like fun rich people. They're probably sad. They're probably it's so rainy. Just, yeah. Um. Uh. I don't know what else, what other. Oh, Chicago. No, but that was what people wanted. People okay. were hoping for Chicago. Yeah. There's Salt no Midwest. Lake City. Oh, genius. <laughs> Salt Lake City. Genius. I mean, it is genius. It's definitely a unique point of view for the world and the country. But I'm a little nervous that we're veering into TLC sister wives territory. You know Ooh. what I mean? I love that. I, I feel like. The, <laughs> well, I mean, are any of them in poly? I mean, I don't know if any of them are in polyamorous relationships, but I do know. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of discussion about. Like, I don't think they're specifically called polyamorous. Really, or, or, uh, oh, yeah, po- it's just polygamous. One, polygamous. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if there are any polygamists on the show, but there definitely are. Like, I know that a big thing that in the press release was like some of them are Mormon and some of them aren't. And it's like, so of course I'll watch the beginning of it. See if I'm in, in excited about it. But it's also like. I mean, we have Atlanta and Potomac, but like, this sounds like a very white place. Oh, it's the whitest. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it's like, I would love another housewife city that wasn't white people, but you take what you get and you don't get upset. They say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you, we did our video, our main channel video this week was about Taylor Swift and about the fact that um, Scott Bruschetta and Scooter Braun are disallowing her from using her old music in a Netflix special that she's producing and also um, her AMA's performance where she's getting uh, Artist of the Decade. Mm -hmm. Well, Big Machine clapped back at Taylor Swift's statement. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you saw it. It's a long statement that doesn't really say much of anything except like we never said she couldn't perform in uh, the documentary or on the AMA's. But it's like, well, you aren't saying 
that she can't perform her new album. Yeah. And it's like, that's what you're saying in mm. this like release. Mm. And so someone on Taylor's team was like, this is exactly what was said. This is how it's coming across. This is, I saw Yeah. That. It's like, yeah. this is such a, you're just trying to get other people on your side, but this is so weak. And then I read today that apparently Scooter Braun is like, not the one making these decisions and he is upset with Scott Bruschetta for not letting her license these songs and it's like just let her license the songs this is making me look bad and Damn. so he's so apparently Scooter Braun's very hands off and like what actually gets so it's Scott Bruschetta supposedly and I don't oh, know if this damn. is just him trying to like save face or whatever but yeah supposedly uh this is not a Scooter Braun idea okay so well, everyone's fighting. I mean, the girls are fighting. Hopefully they can resolve this. Um, and hopefully Scott Bruschetta just gets enough bad feedback that he just lets her sing the songs. And it would just be good for them, too, because they'll make money when people buy the songs uh, yeah. on iTunes and stream them. So whatever, whatever. Uh, John Legend is the sexiest man alive. Did I you know. That? Congratulations, John Legend. I love that for Congratulations, him. Chrissy Teigen, who gets to have sex with John Legend. I know. <laughs> she changed her Twitter bio to like have, currently having sex with the sexiest man alive, which is Amazing. funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly kind of felt bad for him a little bit because I feel like there's always such like uh, backlash about whoever gets sexiest man alive unless it's like an Idris Elba, unless it's someone who's like everyone finds them attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when it was Blake Shelton, I feel like there was a lot of like... I felt what? I felt bad for Blake Shelton. I really <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) felt bad for Blake Shelton like people were just dragging him so hard and it's like come on people like like this isn't a real award right this isn't a real thing um and I but and also I feel like John Legend is a person that I have thought in the past like we don't talk enough about how he is very good looking yeah he's very good looking whenever I see him like without a shirt on I'm like oh he has a actually has a great body and like we discuss it so I think that's nice for him but I do feel like he's getting a lot of probably like Arthur as the sexiest man alive memes and stuff because he does <laughs> kind of look like Arthur and or kind of look like a baby. <laughs> but his skin um, looks so good. He looks so young. That's the thing. Like, Aren't we all looking for you? Don't we all wish we had skin as nice as John Legend? It's true. If you could pick the sexiest man alive, like who would be the cover of your issue? Oh, it's Niall DeMarco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that there was no thought. No, you there's absolutely like, no thought. He's the sexiest man alive. Oh. On the okay. planet. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing is, you weren't we watched that season of Top Model together and you're like, he should not win. <laughs> oh no, I don't I didn't think he should win that season of Top Model. I thought um, it looked great. But like he's the sexiest man alive. And he's a great celebrity. He's yeah. a great, you know, a great dancer, I guess, because yes, he also won dancing that's with his true. A great deaf ab- seems, advocate. Seems great advocate. Um seems like a nice person. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that was implied. I don't you know. know that you needed to verbalize it, but I mean, we can try to get in touch with those people. Yeah. Who like, would you consider the sexiest man alive? I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's, I feel like it's hard. I feel like of the celebrities I can think of like top of my head, mm-hmm. I think Anthony should be in the conversation. Yeah. Definitely. I also think I realize that he's not a big enough celebrity, but you know, my feelings on Tyler C from the bachelorette. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hear one more thing about Tyler. Hey, C. Tyler C is a gorgeous man. What can I tell you? Um, I think they're, they're on the list. I'd have to think about it more. I feel like celebrity hotness is not as some, as someone who I feel like I was so into Zach Efron for so long. Mm-hmm. I feel like there isn't like a huge celebrity that I'm like super duper attracted to. Yeah. Well, also with me, especially is like celebrity hotness to me is different from like actual person hotness. Not that these celebrities aren't actual people. Yeah. But like, (laughs) you know, like there, there are so many people who I find like the sexiest people on the planet just because like I know them and to me, like I find them sexy. Um, or there's also like people who I find sexy in my trash opinions. Yes. <laughs> I can say yes. But to then that. there's also like celebrity hot people who like are objectively sexy. Right. And I feel like Niall DeMarco fits all those boxes for Has me. Has Chris Hemsworth gotten this before? This feels like something Chris Hemsworth would win. I don't know. No, I feel like they usually give it to older people. Mm. Like, so like Chris Hemsworth still feels like a little young to me. Niall DeMarco. How old is like, Chris Hemsworth? Uh, I don't know. He's. I would say late thirties. Oh, that's that's not young. <laughs> Is that's it? Not, no, but I I feel like they kind of give it to more established people, mm, like people who are kind of like see. in their forties, fifties, like people who have kind of their names have been in the ether for several several years. Okay, like also like Jason Momoa is also like objectively like oh yeah one of the sexiest people on the planet. Uh, but I feel like he's a relatively new celebrity, so it, it makes more sense to have like. Um, a John Legend or an Idris Elba. Chris yeah. Hemsworth has won it. Oh, he has won it. He has. I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to figure out the date of it. Thirty went back when he was 31 in 2014. Oh, damn. So he won. So I guess some people do get it. Okay. Go, go Chris. I, I always I kind of find that it's like people who are a little more older. I yeah, know. I can yeah. see that. Um, this is just a follow up to an argument that we had in not even on camera, but okay. 
you, well, not really an argument, but just something you felt strongly about. Okay. You were a person that said Ford versus Ferrari. Who <sighs> wants to see this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you want to hear the box office numbers? <laughs> yeah, give me the box office. It is the number one movie of the weekend. Uh, with $31 million made over the weekend for Ford versus Ferrari. Matt Steele, what are your thoughts? Okay, I literally saw the trailer for this commercial uh, when I was seeing Joker with my friend Connor. And my friend okay. Connor is very, like, he's a guy. Yeah. Like, he likes building things and loves fixing cars. I'm always asking him, like, hey, my car is making this sound. What is that? What and am I doing? exactly what it is. <laughs> and That's he's, nice. And, um... And I'm like, how do you know this? And he's like, I don't know, I just fucking know it. Um, so he's very much like a bro, 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 bro. That's a good friend to have. And, yeah, abso- oh, absolutely. You know? And so we were uh, sitting next to each other before Joker had started. And I see this trailer start. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this going? What direction are we in? Christian Bale is skinny again. Like, where <laughs> where are we going with this? And then, like, sort of like three quarters of the way through the trailer, I mm. realize, oh, it's about fucking cars. <laughs> Like I could not follow the trailer whatsoever because to me it's just there's no there's no uh, there's no uh, stakes whatsoever. It's just like they're kind of like trying to make a car go really really fast. And so I after the trailer was over, I turned to him and he turns to them to me. And at the same exact time, I say, "Who the fuck would want to see that?" And he says to me, "I really want to see that." <laughs> At the same exact time we said that to each other. And so then I brought it up with you and your boyfriend. And yes. your boyfriend was just like, well, I don't know. It sounds very interesting because, you know, the rivalry between Ford and Ferrari. Well, no, just that like, Ford is like, you know, a low car. And then a Ferrari is like a Ferrari. Like, see, that's a big car. You see, know, to me, like, they're both, all cars are equal. Like, I know nothing about cars. So, like, when you say Ford, I'm just like, oh, okay, a car. And when you say Ferrari, I'm kind of just like, okay, maybe like a little fancy car. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, but there are fancy Fords. In my I, opinion, I don't know if there. I mean, maybe in, in there my are. imagination, there truly, are. I ha- could have no less opinion on this. It's just like I, I don't understand why people see Fast and the Furious movies, but they make a lot of money. Clearly, there's a demographic that is not us. But see, to me, the Fast and the Furious movies kind of sounds like there are stakes involved because it's just like, oh, like there's usually some sort of like drug scandal or something mm. in there. I don't know. I don't know. But there's like drag race, not drag racing, but uh, street racing, which is like, right. you know, people can die from this. People could die in this race too. I it's, guess isn't it like NASCAR but or like something? The, the, the dilemma is between like two companies that I don't give a shit about. Like it's just I I don't understand why anyone would want to see it. Well, but apparently everyone see it, and and apparently like it's really good. Like, wait, really? Yes, apparently it's really good. Everyone I know. Are you who, gonna go see it? He, well, yeah, I told wow. Connor. I told Connor I'd see it with him. <laughs> I, I promised Connor I'd see it with him. Um, but so yeah, like people I know who don't give a shit about cars are just like. Like saw a screening of it at the SAG Foundation or something like that, and they're just like, "It's actually." Really Do you think good. it's gonna get nominated for Oscars? It could get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, what? It absolutely could. Wow, the bros are gonna nominate it. I see that. I'm so biased because like there is nothing on this planet I find more boring than cars. Of course, like there are many things on this planet I find boring. Cars Car, are video games. Car, which is worse? Yeah, cars. Okay, by a mile. Like All right. TV, cars. If you want to put me to sleep, start talking about cars. I don't know anything about cars. I don't care to know anything about cars. I just want mine to work. It's fine. It's a two-door hatchback, roll-down windows, and non-power locks, and I'm happy with it. Like I don't care about cars in the slightest, and I'm going to see this fucking movie. You are. A, because I told Connor I'd see it with him, and B, because now it's going to get nominated for Best Fucking Picture. I know. So you have to know why you hate it. I have to to (laughs) figure out where to put it in my giant Best of the Decade ranking. And apparently Charlie's Angels flopped. It only made eight points. Six million dollars. That's unfortunately not surprising. <laughs> I just think it that whole Charlie's Angels thing seems so weird. It's like that Ariana Grande executive produced soundtrack, like didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Now the movie didn't do anything. It's like, was this cursed from the start? Is it not good? Like, what's happening? I, everyone I know who saw it said it was really fun. Really? Yeah, everyone I knew who saw it said that it was surprisingly good, but they were surprised that it was good because I feel like the marketing for it wasn't very Yeah, appealing. the marketing. Maybe they weren't putting a lot of money into the marketing, but it's like you've already spent enough money on the movie. Like apparently it cost yeah. them like $50 million to make the movie, so you might as well try to get your money back. I don't know. I was thinking about it today because I saw that Elizabeth Banks had a statement about it saying like there are 37 Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. uh, you... So when you complain that, oh, it didn't make money because it's a remake, there are literally a trillion Spider-Man movies. It's just that men don't want to see movies about women. Uh, and so it's kind of just I like... Mean, I mean, what she's saying is not 
untrue. Right. <laughs> but right. Um, also, I I will say when it comes to the movie, I feel like the re- a, a good reason why the first Charlie's Angels movies did well, mm. not just because they were the first sort of movie uh, makes of them, but because there was an a little more of an element of obvious camp to them. Yeah, it was and like, this is a joke. Or not a joke, but not like... Not a joke, but there, there were three very, very, very established actresses. Yes. Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, and Cameron Diaz. The public had big, giant opinions of them, so it's right. kind of fun to just sort of... See their personalities put together on screen. Mm. The only name in this really was Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, yeah. And the other two, I've, I'm sure they're talented young ladies, but I, they don't really have a, much of a name no. for themselves. They don't really have a personality established for themselves. No. So it kind of seemed like apparently they were, they were two similar girls, right? Apparently, one of the girls is the girl who played Jasmine in the Aladdin live action. Oh, is she? Yes. Okay, I heard she's like the best thing in that. Really? Aladdin. Yeah, I hear she's very good in the Aladdin. Love movie. that. Um, but. I I feel like just visually and marketing wise, it kind of seemed like there didn't seem like enough differentiation between the two girls. It was Mm. like pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty girl with short hair, you know, (laughs) totally. So I feel like, and I feel like with that, they kind of lost a little campy. Right. I I just feel bad for like, Probably mostly Elizabeth Banks, who like directed and like put so much of her life on hold for this thing. And, you know, I guess it happens. We know we all have our glitters from time to time. So, yeah, you just got to make it. She's doing well. She's she's a hard worker. Yeah. Like she's a go getter. She's going to have she's going to have her big movie that gets nominated for Best Picture. I hope so. Best director. I mean, just speaking of movies before we move on, I don't want to spoil Last Christmas, but I did see it this weekend. What are our thoughts? Where would it rank in the, the pictures of the year? Will it be on my best of the decade? I, okay, we all, no. <laughs> we all know I love Christmas movies. We all know I love, like I love actually, if it's well made and fun and makes me feel things and has Christmas lights, I am in. This movie was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, that's why. I, do, I don't want to spoil, maybe, okay, if you're planning on seeing Last Christmas, skip the, skip the next 30 seconds. Okay, so the whole plot of the movie is like it's the guy um Henry Golding and what's her face oh girl I don't know oh what uh Amelia Clark okay and uh so basically at the end of the movie you find out that the Christmas prior last Christmas Henry Golding has died and she got a heart transplant with his heart Mm -hmm. and so actually last Christmas he gave her his heart and you're like are you fucking kidding me with this? <laughs> it just was like, even for me, even for someone who loves a Christmas movie and loves like a like you know, silly moment. It's like this is too much. Like this is ridiculous. It just sounds like lot. an idea that someone had while drunk and listening to George Michael, and then they decided to make it a movie. And then in the middle of it, uh, you know, uh, Emma Thompson just like makes it about Brexit also. Just yeah, I want to know. I want to know more about that. When you told me that there's a Brexit element to yes. it, I'm really fascinated. I by mean, that. I truly couldn't really tell you. It just like she's like she plays an immigrant and then she's like people want us out and then at the end it's like, "Well, we never want you out." Oh, it's very thin. It just is like <laughs> this should have been on television and even compared to some of the Netflix movies I've seen, it wasn't like the best of them. Oh man, is it being is it successful? Like, is it making money? I don't know. Which made more money, this or Charlie's Angels? Oh, I mean, I think Charlie's Angels. Okay, yeah. Like when I was just looking at Box Office Mojo or whatever, I think it was not. Um, Last Christmas has well, no, it's so far made twenty two million dollars in two week weekends. Uh, this weekend it made six point seven million dollars. Okay, so I guess it's doing fine, but like. It's not great. I, I just had I had high hopes. I love. I'm Christmas sorry. Movie. I love. I'm sorry about that for you. I I'm wish I wished more for you for your holiday season. So do I. Um, speaking of, this is the second Monique we're talking about on the podcast, but this is your Monique this and not my, my this Monique. Is the Monique. Did you hear about this? Uh, no. Monique is any. suing uh-huh. Netflix over the discriminatory pay offer for her stand-up special. So we're still not. I had no idea she go. was like trying to get a lawsuit. I didn't on. either. What's, so the, what's the legalities behind this? She, lawsuit? I mean, it's unclear for me. The complaint says that Netflix offered her a lowball and discriminatory offer of five hundred thousand as a talent fee for a one-hour stand-up special while other comedians were offered millions of dollars per special. The suit also accuses Netflix executives of using racist language. Kevin Spacey's name is also brought up in the filing, accusing Netflix of turning a blind eye to racial abuse Spacey committed against black workers on the set of House of Cards. How is this related to Monique? I think what? <laughs> that is what Wait, I said. Is there, is there evidence of this racist language? I don't know. This is literally all There has to be or else it. she does not have a case. I mean... 
Monique has a lot of time on her. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? She wrote. Mo- you know what? Monique may have a lot to say, and sometimes you don't like how she says it, and sometimes you don't like what she says. But Monique always, always, always has a point. She has a, a point most of the time. Sometimes there are points that she could make in a notebook (laughs) (laughs) or in private with her husband, not on a podcast (laughs) or with her husband or like, she just, yeah, she does a lot. Monique does a lot. She does a lot. She is uh, very uh, brave. She uh, speaks her mind, which is what I love about her. I love, 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 love. In case y'all didn't know, I love, love, love Monique. And I will say her, the Netflix thing, Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very hard because she, a lot of people sort of complain like, oh, why does Monique think that she should get as much as Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock and everything? And the the thing is, that's not what she was complaining about. She was complaining about the fact that when she got a $500,000 offer, when her husband, who's her manager, tried to negotiate that, Netflix flat out said, we're not negotiating. It's $500,000 or nothing. So they did not, she's complaining that they did not even, they weren't even allowed to negotiate, Mm. which is ridiculous. Yeah, no, everyone, you you know, know, especially because, you know, all these other famous people were allowed to negotiate and everything. Um, And another thing that I, this has nothing to do with anything really, but it's something that I've always wanted to say. I applaud Monique for how, how she handled a certain aspect of this. A lot of people, uh, when she brought up Amy Schumer or these other comedians that were getting more than her and everything, a lot of people kind of dragged, just using Amy Schumer as an example, a lot of people yeah. were just like, well, Amy Schumer, I don't think, well, first of all, I don't think Amy Schumer's funny, but, uh, uh, you know, she's famous. She's like really right. famous right now, so that's why she's getting so much money. And Monique never complained about people being less talented than Mm. her and getting that deal. She, Monique was always very supportive of all the other comedians who were getting their money. She was like, if that's what they were able to get good for them and everything. So that's just sort of something that I admired about because she could have easily been like, I'm a better comedian than Amy Schumer. Mm. She's just getting this because you know, she's white or she's younger, whatever reason Um, she could have easily done that. And she didn't. So that is something I admire about Monique and how she handled that situation. Do you think she should be having a lawsuit? Oh, I want to see (laughs) the evidence. Okay. So you want to like, be in the courtroom. I, I want to be in the courtroom. I want to be a jury member. I should have. I should have assumed. I didn't know. Oh, um, if there's someone who should be a jury member to this, it's a fucking me. <laughs> I would just be in that courtroom, just being like, no. Yes, yes, I feel like yes. you would immediately, as soon as the trial, like they were like, "This is who it is," and you like lit up. They'd be like, "He can't do it. <laughs> Get him out of I'm here." I'm a little biased. They would He's see my fan. old my old phone case of yeah, Monique like, holding no, her I don't Oscar. Think you're right for this. <laughs> um, this is just news for you, Matt Steele. Okay. Apparently, Richard Madden and his Best pal and roommate Brandon Flynn uh-huh. are no longer sharing their LA home after a huge fallout. So, uh, Brandon, uh, apparently, Richard and Brandon are no longer sharing the same house in LA. Uh, Brandon, who will be the face of Versace next year, has asked bosses at his fashion house not to invite Richard to the party. The brand is throwing next month. So, I don't know if Richard Madden has DMs you can slide into, but. Sounds like he's available. Oh, we do need a sugar daddy. That's the thing. So get in there. Mix <laughs> it think, up. I think he wants to do more than just like talk, though. Maybe. maybe oh, maybe no, I'm not. saying this is for you. I can't, I'm, I think, yeah, I think he's looking for some action. You don't think Richard Madden's attractive? Uh, of course I do, but okay. I don't know him. Well, you, you don't want to try know. to go on a date with him? I don't know if we're compatible. We need to chat a little bit. We I never know, said We need to know how he feels about Monique, and <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be able to date him. That's how you know. Yeah. It's like I ask him questions. I'm just like, how do you feel about Monique? How do you feel about Hillary Clinton? How do you feel if, about Pinkberry? Because let's go. <laughs> so wait, how do you feel about Pinkberry? It's the greatest thing on the planet. Oh, okay, good. I like it too. Of course. Great. Great. Look at us agreeing. Oh this never God. happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, this is for me. Apparently, there's a Friends reunion special in the works at HBO Max. So it wouldn't it be an unscripted special that would just be them like probably retrospective talking and stuff mm-hmm. I'd love that we love friends we do love Icons. friends I know I figured you'd be excited about this very excited. I feel like this is a lot of like movie and television I um, mean there was a lot of news this week <laughs> <laughs> so we take what we can get lastly would you buy a new Motorola Razor foldable smartphone for $1,500. It's $1,500? Yes. Oh, damn. Well, I'm not buying a non-Apple anything. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if Apple did not exist and the iPhone didn't exist, to me, I don't trust that that screen's not going to break somehow. Mm. Like, the way it bends, how does it not bend without getting a crease? I don't know. I mean, 
How does it do that? I mean, I like that it flips. Like that is one thing I it miss about cool. the time. I do miss flipping a phone off. Yeah. You know? Like especially it saves so much room. Yeah. Like yeah. It it is cool. It's very cool. And if it I how I, I just imagine that screen breaking. Like Wait. I or bending. Oh, sorry, Whoops. Well, it's not that bendy one. Do you see? It's that it's that an actual razor again. Like it's that. Yeah, but like the screen it Yeah, it folds down. Yeah, it folds down, but like, how is there not a crease in the screen? I you don't think that, I'm sure they've thought it through. I know, I'm sure they have, <laughs> but like, I don't know, I don't trust it yet. I need to see it and hold one in my hands. Okay, I would like to see one and play with it, but yeah, I agree. I and I'm then be like, one. okay, when Apple gets this, then <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine they'll become so big that Apple will need to get it. But uh, you yeah. never know. You know, you never know. Yeah, but guys, come on, we're homosexuals. We have iPhones. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Um, so do you have any other news for idiots before we move on to the next segment? I don't think we there are any more exciting news things that have happened this week. All right. If there have, then I mean we'll come back after the break and be like <laughs> part two of news for idiots. All right, well, we're gonna take our part two, or we're gonna take our break now and we'll be back soon with more two game mats podcast. Us for that moment. They absolutely did. Oh. For that one verse of. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard that, you know, not everybody has that. We should discuss the history of that music. Yes. In this moment, because we're, we, we don't have it. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> um, we can't do email my heart this uh, round. Why can't we? We didn't get any emails. <laughs> Which is interesting because some weeks we just get a bunch of I know, emails and, and we're just like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. And this week, no, not Nothing. an email. And you know what? That's fine. Maybe we answered all your questions. It's fine. You know, we're just so transparent. Exactly. Okay, everyone just knows so much. You know, about if you it. have a new question that pops up, feel free to email us at two gay mats, TWO, and we'll maybe react to it at gmail.com. I mean, at gmail.com. At gmail, of what course. other, other email science? Yeah, we're not point? heathens. We're not hotmail. Hello. Not it's 2019. Oh, one of my very good friends is still Yahoo. Really? Yes. She what? still goes by her Yahoo. And that's what, like, what she gives people. Really? She, that's what she gives people. Do you, has anyone said to her, like, what? Yes. Are you doing? And she's like, I don't care. She also refuses to do Venmo. <laughs> Who is this person? Um, uh, uh, not do I know her? Hands. Yeah, you do. Okay, okay. Is it? Wait. Okay, that's no. Oh, no, good, my no. queen. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, but you know what? Some people just love an old-fashioned Yahoo. Hey. Some people just love an, an AOL. You know what she should get? That Razor phone. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be right at home there. That's absolutely true. So, okay, the history of the music. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll discuss this instead of I mean, it's not even that long of a story. It's just that I made it, and uh, I think I started writing a song to it, and then I was like, I don't like the song. And so we used it in two game ads. Perfect, guys. And um, we also got a comment this week on a video that from a person that I think came to us through the podcast because they're expecting like the sound quality to be a certain way. And they were like, why is the music playing all through the video? It's like, well, it's a YouTube video. And like yeah. the, we, the music has been music. If you go to our YouTube, literally all of our videos have yes. music playing in the background. So exactly. it's just not in the podcast. Right. Because I feel like that's a normal thing to do on YouTube. It's not because the thing is you can only get the audio of your voice to sound so good on a video like there's yeah. different ways to do it but it's not going to be like as good quality as this is because yeah. we have mics pointed at our face yeah so. we're we also they must they must only know us through the podcast they must have I known think. us through the podcast yeah. and then found our youtube channel through that because they're just like oh it sounds it sounds terrible and it's just it's like, like no sweetie. it sounds like how it, it sounds the best it's sounded, sounded it's just actually for, for the podcast we just have different microphones exactly and our face my face is literally pressed up against hey, this microphone like i'm filleting like do it, it. yeah <laughs> please don't Mm. You did lick it last week. That was by accident. Was it though? It was. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you just wanted to make a moment. Oh no, we could make this an ASMR channel and just like have like licking sounds. I don't want that. You know I hate ASMR. I know. So. I mean, not every, I don't but know. Hey, if, if people follow us. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets people to, you know. Where's your integrity, Matt Steele? It's you like, oh, what? I'm going to do this thing I hate just because people like it. Like, no. Well, I mean, hey, if someone wanted me to be in Ford versus Ferrari, I'd be like, I, I love cars. <laughs> I would love cars to see you great. on that press tour. It's like, all right, what, what's all Always drawing the cards, you like, you know what? I grew up loving cars. You know, you know. They'll, they'll be like, oh, what's? T- tell us about this movie. What's it about? And I'll be like, you know what? I don't. No know. idea. No fucking clue. I just they're trying to make these cars go real fast. Which is just about how I felt uh, about Guys and Dolls when you told me to read the synopsis. Like if you had asked me what is this show about, I'd be like, no clue. <laughs> craps. <That's> cra- <laughs> like a little bit. Yeah. It's like craps and it's a godly woman and. Fine, godly know. oh godly women yeah yeah, yeah. like Sergeant Sarah Brown. yeah yeah and um you know the Nathan and nicely nicely <laughs> <laughs> nicely nicely Liver Lips yeah. Louie Benny South those Street. names were really uh, Harry the Horse Big Julie that this is all 
white shit that I was really <laughs> not white. taking to, but then the songs were good. So of course, yeah. Me. If you if you want to uh, uh, hear our review of uh, Guys and Dolls, then you can become a patron. I mean, and that video will be available at some point. Yeah, <laughs> at some point very soon. I also yeah. love that we've promoted Patreon like nine times. Of course, episode. But we have been getting more patrons lately, so maybe we should keep doing it. We totally should. Once we hit hundred patrons, we uh, oh right, uh, I forgot about that. We review. We're going to review all of Beyonce's discography. And don't you want to hear us review Beyonce's discography? I also had an idea that you're really going to hate. Oh, I love um, that you give us the give me the ideas in public. Like if you say this and I hate it, what do you want me to say on mic right now? Um, that once we hit 150, then we go through the five great Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, come on, we got some time. How long is it going to take for us to hit 150? No, hopefully I'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, if you want to hear that. But we've already done the Cinderella, the Brandy Cinderella, right? That's, that's, Rodgers that's not one of the five greats, though. Oh, what's the five rates are Oklahoma, Carousel, South Ooh, Pacific, King, if and Ice Sound If this means I don't have to review any of those until then. Uh, yeah, that's okay. that's why I've been I do like them, that. That's why I've been putting them off. Oh, so this has been oh because for a we would have we would have listened to like like some of those Oof. very much more recently. I mean, I think I've seen Oklahoma. Yeah, but mm. you haven't reviewed it on Two Game Maths. Yeah, I'll give you a short review. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> yeah, but the, you saw Oklahoma when you were younger. I did. Yeah, you're yeah. older now, more mature. You know more about musical theater. You like fucking Guys and Dolls. I did, but I feel like I still prefer like a next normal. Like I feel like we're just of not course. giving me more modern musicals of lately course. because we know I'll like them. But and is that bad? But I, you're to know older musicals, you will appreciate the more modern musicals even more. You well, know right. the history of where they came from. Okay, something yeah. to think about. Yeah, absolutely. It's just something to think about. Something Something to drink about. Drink Lachayan to life. Is that from Fiddler? Yes. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. You, just I, because of the Lachayan. Oh, and also I, I love Gwen Stefani, so. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where this podcast went, but you know what? I like that it's good. It was away a much needed us. discussion. Yeah, we just needed to talk about it. So now we are on to uh, giving you a moment stuff. Yes, darling, and that's Steele. What, this is also the section of the show where we talk about what has gotten us through the hard, dark weeks in L.A. <laughs> yeah, and this has been a hard, little bit of a hard week for me. Well, what's been giving you moments this week, Matt Steele? Another op-ed that I discovered. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Sorry. This? Sorry, this wasn't an op-ed. Uh, I just wanted to say the word op-ed because okay. I feel smart. Um, okay. Another article. Uh, that I discovered at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, what what are you doing up so late? Also, like I feel like oh yeah, well you know I get home from work late and then I'm like oh, I'm gonna go to bed, but then I just kind of like lay on the couch and I'm just like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Um, what was that? Uh, so IndieWire released an absolutely insane article this week about how Mary Steenburgen, Academy Award oh, right. winning Best I Supporting Actress, Mary Steenburgen is now a songwriter, <laughs> and she. Okay, you're going to absolutely <laughs> hate this story. It's going to make you want to vomit. Okay. Uh, so, Mary Steenburgen, apparently 10 years ago, had a minor surgery on her arm. Mm -hmm. After she woke up from anesthesia, apparently she was suddenly obsessed with music. Okay. And all she heard was just music in her head, music in her head, music in her head. And she was like, I don't like, to the point where it was a problem and it was distracting her okay. from being able to accomplish anything else. And so, she was like, well, I should try writing music mm. so she started writing music and that has happened that like has happened like people wake up from surgeries or whatever and suddenly they can like play the piano or something right. you know it's it's weird and it doesn't sound like it should be real but apparently it's a thing that happens so like who are we to judge um and mary steenburden is just a doll and a wonderful person so we should believe everything that she says um so apparently she started writing she started working with people to help her learn how to take the music that was in her head and to put it into song form. Mm. So then she tried to, she reached out to a music lawyer under a pseudonym uh, and gave him songs. They wanted to work with her. Mm. Uh, she walked through the door as Mary Steen Virgin and was like, wait, <laughs> like you're Mary Steen Virgin. <laughs> Uh, so then she was signed to Universal, I think. As, as like, a musician? As a writer. As a, a writer. Bought, she went to Nashville and apparently had like a bunch of sessions. And she has like this story about how her first writing session was like really bad. And she mm. went back to her hotel crying. And she was just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm 54 years old mm. and I'm trying this brand new thing and it's not just like oh I'm picking up knitting it's like no I'm trying this insanely hard challenging right. new thing that people have spent their entire lives per, like trying to do Yeah. so then she but she you know worked at it and worked at it for several several years mm. no one knew about this so there was a movie that came out 
uh, earlier this year called Wild. Oh, Jesus Christ. I should, it's Wild Rose. And okay. it's about a British woman. Mm-hmm. I think it's based on a true story who, uh, she, no, she's uh, from she's from Scotland. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, has like a bad past of, you know, uh, she just came out of jail, all this stuff and everything. And she wants to become a country singer. Okay. So you got this Scottish woman who's trying to sing country music. And there's a climactic song at the end. And it was, it came out in this article that this song was written by Mary Steen Virgin. And so I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like this song, please be good. Please be good. Please be good. I listened to it. It's lovely. <laughs> like it's so good. It's so catchy. Like it's just beautiful. It's called Glasgow in parentheses, no place like home. Okay. Which of course is, and by the title, you know, it's a little saccharine. Yes. It's, it's there are a number of Wizard of Oz references. Okay. <laughs> but like, it's a genuinely very, very, very good song. If you were given the chance to vote for best song and mm-hmm. it was Spirit, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's cat song, mm-hmm. and Glasgow, which would you choose? I might choose this. Wow. I might like I, I gotta might listen to it. Fucking, like you listen to it and you're kind of just like, okay, like it's a little cheesy, but it comes I mean, I assume the movie you know, it has there's a lot of sentimentality in the movie. So the song fits. It's a nice it's a very nice song. Like yeah. and I'm just like, oh my God, like this is a beautiful, weird, bonkers story, and I was just getting all of my life through it. And it's so funny because, like, uh, her son, who's a filmmaker, like tweeted about, and he was just like, "My mom hears music in her head, and it's crazy, but I'm really proud of her." And like, he's interviewed in the article, and he's wow. just like, "Yeah, my, it was weird. One day, my mom just like started talking to me about indie bands and like picking up instruments, and now she plays the accordion, and it's really weird. <laughs> she plays the accordion. Yeah, like really, she was she was just like desperate to like have an outlet that she just like learned." bunch of instruments and like now she plays the accordion and it's just like and now she writes this song that's like actually really 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 good and it's like oh my god I love Mary Steen Virgin Mary Steen Virgin is also a fan of mine what is she? She just like retweeted my best supporting actress oh, Oscar, Oscar nice. video, and she was just like, <laughs> I was cracking up the whole time. Well, and I was like, go. Oh my god, Mary! So yeah, we stand Mary Steenburgen well, in this podcast. That was a good time. For she supports you. me, so I'm gonna support her. Everyone, give her song a stream. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> voters, you're out there listening. Vote for it. I mean, I'm curious to hear it. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, this is nice. Like yeah. this is a nice, good song. Okay. Yeah, I want that. Um, so I only have a couple of things that we're kind of giving me moments this week. Uh, the first of which we've kind of touched on BravoCon was happening this weekend. I am so jealous that I'm not there. I'm thinking about buying tickets for next year when they come up, even though they were a billion dollars and like sold out in 15 minutes or something. Oh, Jesus. So I'm thinking about looking into that, but it's so expensive, but it looks so much fun. Uh, I'm really excited about the new Vanderpump Rules trailer. Uh, so I appreciate that. I also like the Southern, tra- or not Southern Charm, the, um, Summer House trailer. And I've never been a big Summer House stand, but like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about that. I also, so uh, have been going back and watching old Real Housewives of New Jersey because I always felt like that was kind of in my housewife's history a blind spot and mm-hmm. like man Danielle's crazy huh <laughs> and I realize <laughs> I realize I'm literally 10 years late with this but like I really I'm on season two now and it's like man she would just bring felons to these events like oh shit she would bring people who had been in jail before to these events who would threaten children of other housewives you know call them faggots and like yeah it was just a complete wreck like this woman is i remember that was why i didn't watch it because i was like i feel like someone could get killed Mm -hmm. and so now that it's been 10 years and no one's died on the show Mm -hmm. i'm like oh now i feel like it's safe to watch (laughs) so i'm giving it a watch and uh enjoying that Uh, i'd also like to give a shout out to something that's been giving me moments for the past couple of weeks i've been on a cinnamon roll kick you really have (laughs) guys in the last like two weeks we've had a bunch of cinnamon rolls i I, I walk in and i'm just like smells cinnamon <laughs> hey well I, I i had a moment where i was doing pillsbury cinnamon rolls that were just you know from the, the market from the ralph's and they just were fucking garbage and i was like why i feel like my, in my memory pillsbury growing up was the cinnamon roll to get well i feel like they were the og like they were the only Maybe kind they were. were and i don't know but i remember them being wonderful but every time i made them in our oven even the, the old oven which is garbage and the new oven which was iconic they were always so hard and just like not good until you got into the very very middle of it and I'm just like what did they, did they change the recipe because Pillsbury cinnamon rolls used to be it like they're, they used to be they're they, not it anymore I think they must have changed it over the like you know 25 years since yeah, our sure. childhood but Annie's organic cinnamon rolls 
A plus. I feel like maybe you can cook them a little less time than it tells you. I I, I did 15 minutes last night and I, instead of 18 minutes, and it was really the best I've gotten through. They're really good. They're really soft. They're not they're not hard and overdone, and like they have they're very flavorful. So I just wanted to promote those for just all of us. Makes me want to sing Annie, Annie, Annie. Look what you've done for us, Annie. What is that? Annie, Annie. Meals on our fun are now fun for us. What is that from Annie? Oh. From the Broadway show Annie. Have I seen did we have to review that? We never reviewed it. You refused because, oh, we, right, because, because on Patreon we reviewed the uh turning points. Yes, uh, and that was truly the saddest thing I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> truly the most So he's just like, I'm never reviewing Annie. No, I can't support Annie now. Um and then lastly I wanted to point out well, we all know I stand Ben Platt. Okay. <laughs> and I like the politician, and I feel like a lot of people didn't, but I thought it was very cute and over the top and splashy and campy mm-hmm. and fun. Uh, and he put out in the past like few weeks, they put out a, a music from um, the show, music from the Netflix original series, The Politician, and I think we all should take a listen to it. His version of Joni Mitchell's River is absolutely gorgeous and wonderful. He also does... Um, a song called Unworthy of Your Love and Vienna, which I believe are in musicals that I don't really know what they Wait, wait, wait. What? Unworthy of Your Love? Yeah. He sings, I am unworthy of your love. Yeah, I think so. <gasps> he covers Unworthy What's of Your from? Love. What's it from? It's from Assassins. Oh. It's Sondheim's Assassins about Squeaky Frome and, uh, oh, Jesus, uh, John Hinckley. Yes, uh, I, they like, obviously are shoehorning him singing in this show and like uh-huh. they are like a putting on a production of that in the high school. Oh, okay. So it's a, they're doing a production of Assassins. Yes. He's not just like doing a cover of Unworthy No, of no, love. just okay. for no reason. Um, but he also has a song and it's the last song on this politician soundtrack, which is an original of his and it's called Runaway. I think it is so lovely. It has such almost like a Jason Robert Brown feel. Like it's kind of like the story of how his parents met and um, you know, and it's like I might not be the best person in the world. I might not be wise and I might, I won't save the day but I won't run away. And like that's kind of the the, the chorus, the, 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 the chorus of it. It's very sweet. It first talks about um, his parents getting together and it talks about his mother comforting him as a child and then it talks about him with like, a, I assume, a, a male romantic interest uh, mm-hmm. in the third verse. And it's just like such a lovely song, a great melody, a great piano line. And um, it kind of reminds me of um, I'm 15 for a moment. Remember that song by yeah, Five for Fighting? Yes. I always thought the song was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will say, I feel like we have uh, a patron. Uh, was, I think Jimmy is a big Ben Plant fan. Jimmy Donahue. Uh, Maybe Jimmy, I yeah. feel like he is. And uh, he was like, you've got to give the album a listen. You've got to give his album a listen. And so I did listen to his album. It's still very boring <laughs> to me. <laughs> but that, that that's the last song on the album. It's I thought Run you Away. stand Ben Platt. I do. And I love his new single, um, Fucking Rain. It's yeah. not called Fucking Rain. It's called Rain. <laughs> Fucking Rain. <laughs> Fucking Rain. <laughs> I love Rain and I love Run Away. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> you don't. You just don't want him to be so serious. I don't. You just. You know. It's like when um, Lady Gaga played Joanne for her grandmother, and she said, "Don't be so maudlin." <laughs> <laughs> and that is my message to Ben. I think that is one of the funniest things. Oh my god! I can't the believe fact they that kept her it. own grandmother was just like, well, "Let's not get maudlin." It's, not, it's like, girl, get over it. <laughs> It's just also funny that like they kept that in the movie. It's so <laughs> like, funny. It's, it's very so funny. funny. If you haven't seen Gaga Five Foot Two, that is the moment to skip to. <laughs> just her the... grandmother shading her shading about her, her down. own dead daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time! Oh, <laughs> I love it all. Oh, it was so great, oh. guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, if you have something to email us, we would love to email my heart again and go to two gay mats two gay mats at gmail Send us your question or comment. Maybe you'll real read it on air. Uh, also, if you enjoy us, go to patreon.com slash 2 mats like Matt Steele's told you to nine times this episode <laughs> for as little as one dollar video. Get an extra bonus video from us every single week. Our main channel, youtube.com slash 2 mats. We just talked about Taylor Swift a lot. Um, and a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. And a lot of people have things to say to us. I know people are mad at us, but you know what? I stand by what I said. But you know, we were very nice. We were very that nice song. about that garbage cat it song. It is not a garbage <laughs> song. That, that we said in the video, there are really nice moments. There are nice it. moments. It's just that the, there's the one section of the chorus that runs way too long. Yes. It doesn't need to be there. Yeah. If they just got rid of that, I think the song would be great. The song would be good. It would be very good. Good. It's no Glasgow. (laughs) No. It's no Glasgow. And it's no... Oh, safe and Sound, which people kept saying. It's as good as Safe and Sound. It's what is Safe and Sound? Safe and Sound is her song from The Hunger Games that she did with um, oh, okay. uh, another group that I can't remember the name of now, but it's lovely, like truly one of her best songs. Um... But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Is there anything else we need to tell the people? Oh, I, that uh, we love you all. Yeah, we love you so much. We'll be back soon next week with another Two Game Ads podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.